Can you guys hear me? Yes, I can. Can hear you. Can you hear yourself? No. Reach through your inner soul. Uh, on, on the Twitch end. Yes. Oh, exact, I've just had many, many weeks of streaming and not actually recording and the sound not coming through. It's been very embarrassing. Well, let's do a little bit of a test and I'll talk a few lines and see if it comes through on Twitch. Yeah, I can hear myself. Yeah. Excellent. That's what definitely at least getting JR. Can you get me? Am I coming through? Got yeah, you yeah. loud and clear. Excellent. Yep. Everything's loud and clear. All right. So, guys, the goal for tonight is not only to stream and have audio get recorded, but also at the end of the stream, I would like to do my first raid to someone. Because I've never remembered, and I don't think I ever will remember without someone making me do it. Can we do it? I remember. We can certainly try. Thank you. Certainly. Awesome. Trying is certainly something we can do. Yes. Trying is all I ask. Is what we can do. I would never ask for perfection because I myself imperfect <laughs> and to demand that of other lesser beings less perfect but only in game because I'm the god of this game I can buff my own stats that's exactly what you should be doing so JR um, before uh, we begin I will catch you up the last time you played was when we were uh, on a street, Bruce had been killed and out of nowhere there was a giant turret firing sniper shots at people and doing quite considerable amounts of damage. You guys managed to survive this incident and make your way back to Izzy's place for the night to find that the downstairs of it had been wrecked. <laughs> and large quantities of a mysterious golden liquid potion had been stolen. From there, you guys split up as Vala went to talk to her brother Edwin at the, te at the temple to uh, discuss certain things that were discovered on your last venture. Um, you guys all talked about the first time everything that's been happening and started piecing together some of the mysteries of why you're doing the things you're doing and passing information backwards and forwards which led you to once again go back to brother Edwin to find information about Ted's dream where you saw the yellow-eyed demon creature evilness uh, in your friend Teru Seed's body uh, atop a mountain and entering a uh, temple-like underground where there seemed to be ley lines. And after talking to Brother Edwin, he pointed you north towards the uh, broken Kadar and you ended up heading back to... Let me 
I don't want to be able to bring up that map here. I'll go here, here. So, um, you broke the broken Kadara. There we go. Yeah, up on top of that mountain up there. Brother Edwin told you guys it was about five minutes over a hill. But after taking the time to go to the university and study uh, the uh, maps and whatnot, you found it was several days' flight. So you enlisted the help of the Professor of Logistics, otherwise known as uh, Shaggy, and uh, Dr. Eric Thomas, or Shaggy, uh, uh, <laughs> had a discussion with his uh, wife, Magic Carpet, about taking you guys on a journey, then quickly enlisted the help of his side piece, uh, the shag rug, Sheila. And you guys took off on an adventure up towards the Broken Caldera, where you uh, had a few fun things along the way, and you eventually arrived at the temple. Uh, you yourself, reading the magazine of magazines, read a quick article about this area, finding out that the gods of this area are about inspiration and um, intellect and innovation, as well as creativity and sort of bardic music. In doing this, you guys found a way, some notes, as you can see denoted on the other map, around a fountain, which you believed to be a way to open the door. You attempted to play this in song and rolled literally one less than you needed to as a group skill check. Uh, and as this happened, our lovely tiefling Vala had just gone to inspect the end of a statue's sword with her eye as the skill check failed and we rolled initiative as the statues began coming to life. Did I miss anything? Yeah, it sounds like everything. Excellent. Well, Vala, as combat starts, there will be one surprise attack on yourself. Yep. Does a 23 hit? Yes. Yes, it does. Perfect. Ouch. Uh, that'll be uh, 17 slashing damage as the golem comes to life and cleaves straight into your helmet. Uh, Ted, you standing at the fountain, still pouring water in the moment, look up to see the golems come to life. It's your turn. So are these golems... Stone or metal? They are stone. I just thought that was a cooler picture. Iron golems do look cool. Um, and uh, just for those at home, these are modified stone golems. They have different stats to the ones normally on Dandy Beyond. Well, well, Ted tends to be a bit slower on the uptick, so he's going to uh, 
Hmm. I think Ted will head over to his companion. So it took a swipe at Vala. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I doesn't seem like that's an appropriate course of action. <laughs> and Ted is going to try attempt to grapple the golem. All right. Um, has Ted made any transformations or anything? No. All right. Uh, I would... Uh... He's just going to try and grab the arm of the golem. To yeah, no, 100%. Uh, roll me an athletics check. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a two. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to say... Is that a plus one two? <laughs> Just a straight two. Alrighty. Uh, well, this was a 20. So you go to grapple, and <laughs> as it lifts its arm and cleaves into Ted and it lifts the arm back up, you actually grab onto the arm and start going up with the arm. Uh, do you have any other actions you wanted to do as you start getting lifted into the air? Uh, other than shout, ah, no, put me down. Excellent. Uh, cutting to Nora, um, who... Uh, has heard the creatures move, but is going to take a turn uh, to sort of examine the musical notes, and she pulls out her spoons and calibrates them a little bit, and are uh, going to use her turn uh, as an investigation. Let me just give this a go. Uh, that is a four. All right, she's giving it a good go, and we're gonna. She's also going to light up her spoons to try and give herself advantage. So using her blood magic, she's going to take one d six damage, and she's going to light her spoons up with ice to try and get a different sound out of them. All right, uh, next up, we're going to move along to uh, Iadarnan. Um, <coughs> excuse me, I might be coughing a little bit uh, this afternoon, or this evening, I should say. That's okay. That big boy down the bottom is very scary to me, and I honestly don't think anything in my inventory could hurt it. So instead, how far is that? Give me a ruler, thank you. Yeah, pretty good, isn't it? Ah, that's 35 feet done. I am going to take ear done and move 5, 10, 15, 20 feet. Excellent. And take a pot shot at the gentleman down the very bottom with my plus one short bow. Excellent. Hopefully this will work. A f does a 14 hit, good sir? A 14 does not hit. Right, Will. I take out my short bow, fire it, and just get it clean over its shoulder. Yeah, ping! Uh, the golem starts to whir to life. Oh, no. 
Ah, Valor, it's your turn. Adan, you're on deck. Right. Well, I'm going to uh, shake my head to start with. Clear the fences a bit. Um, and I'm... How how big is the golem compared to Vala? Uh, so Vala, I believe, is six foot ten, correct? Something like that. Yep. Yeah, six foot uh, six foot eight, maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, six foot eight. The golem is nine nine and a half foot tall. And let me get out a ruler. Nine foot four inches. A lot taller. Uh, very wide though. Right. I and within five feet of me, yeah. Oh, definitely, like right in front of you. I'm going to use my shield master shove and try and knock him to the ground and then pound him with my mace. Ah, uh, yeah, do you shove? This is a contested athletics check. Yeah, just need to find where that athletics. So, my athletics role is. Nine. Nine, you shove. Ping, pings off the stone. This is a heavy object. Cool. Well, seeing that didn't work as my bonus action, I'm just going to swing it with my mace. Awesome. All right, roll your attack. You can roll both at once if you want. First attack is 21 to hit. 21 to hit. 21 to a hit. Hit. Okay. And that does ooh, max damage. 11 points of bludgeoning. Excellent. And my second attack is also 21 to hit. Excellent. I forgot to ask, is this a magical uh, mace? Did we have them silvered earlier on? No, no, it's not. It's just a standard mace. That's right. Uh, roll your damage on your second one. I was a little bit slow to that, so you get that initial damage. I'll allow it. Um, so second lot of damage is eight bludgeoning. Eight, perfect. All right. Any movement? Um, no. I'm gonna. I've got. Uh, Ted right beside me now, and um, yeah, I'm I'm not going to move. I'm going to stay there. Is Ted in the air, or is Ted now back on the ground? You're called Teddy. You're letting go, or are you staying up on his arm? Uh, holding onto the arm. Oh yeah, he gets lifted up. He's hanging about eleven feet in the air. Like he's off the ground about four feet, five feet. Yeah. So he's he's much higher than I can reach. You're a human. You'd be six foot, wouldn't you? Uh, no, Dan's only 5'11", 5'11", 6 foot. So if he's up 11 foot and Adan's in his 50s, he's not jumping that high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's all right. But, um, all right, is that my turn now then? Yeah, your turn. Vala doesn't have a bonus action, does she? I uh, used it for the shield job. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go from my position... I'm going to yes. place a hand upon my shoulder and then run um, as quick as I can with my 30 foot of movement. Yeah. The Iadanen and 
Vala and using a fourth level um, spell slot, I'm going to cast Enhanced Ability and give them both Bears Endurance, which gives them advantage on con, on con checks. And they awesome. also get an extra 2d6 temporary hit points. Oh, that's great. Um, did you want to move yourself or do you want me to move you? Yeah, I'll move. So I've, okay. gone, I've gone here, so that's 10 feet. And then I've run to here, which is 25. So I might actually put myself there. So Vala's like a little bit more room there. Yeah, that's right. How much um, uh, temp do we have, sorry? So temp I'm hit. about to roll the dice. Ah, sorry. So 2d6. Oh, really? That's it? Five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's still worth it. Every point counts. So let me mark that off. Much appreciated. But I'd consider it a, a small gift. Well, I don't think I'll need it, but thank you anyway. There's the one that I have had to save six times from dying. That's the end of my turn. That, okay, cool. All right. Going from there, it goes through to the two uh, golems' turns. All right. The one in front of Vala and Ted starts to vibrate. And you see pulse of the light coming from inside the stone. And it is going to make a athletic grab to try and hold on to Ted with its hand that he's on. So we're going to roll that athletics. Obviously, you can roll decks to get out of this. And that, my friends, is a nat one. He just 100. Ooh. Actually, Ted, I'll get you to roll just in case it is a nat one. Mm -hmm. Just a dex check? Yeah. Basically, roll if it's a nat one. <laughs> so acrobatics or athletics? Oh. Acrobatics. Same roll. No, oh, no, that's all good. No, no, <laughs> I didn't see the 11. dex check. That's all right. Yeah, no, you you smashed it. Um, uh, so that was its first attack, and then it is going to make two more attacks against Vala. Right, eh? Um, it. It's going to do one attack with its sword and one attack with the arm with Ted on it. <laughs> uh, I assume Ted would be on the sword arm. Okay, fair enough. Actually, if you're going to do that, roll me... No, I'll, I'll set that acrobatics check. You climbed up on top of the sword arm. All right, so two attacks against Vala. So let me roll these. That's a 23 and a 13. First one hits, second one doesn't. All righty. Uh... 12, 17, 21 damage as a fist comes down on your head. Uh, the other one is going to make a beeline for Nora. 
And then action move. Act, oh, not action. So just another move to get closer and use its action to dash. All right, Ted, it's your turn. Well, I see I may be in a slightly disadvantageous position here. Ted casts Guardian of Nature. Hell yeah, explain what happens if he casts this. Uh, Ted begins to, to uh, his claws sharpen, his sort of the, the sort of jaggedy spikes out of his elbows sort of sharpen into sort of fin-like points. His face becomes a bit more smooth and grayish in color, and his teeth sharpen into rows of shark-like teeth. Right. We're doing this now. <laughs> and Ted is going to take one of his now very sharpened claws and just claw the face of this stone golem. Go for it. Roll your attack. And it's a strength base, so he has advantage. Oh, yeah? So that's a 19 to hit. That hits. How do I, how do I, whoops, that's not what I want to do. That's all right. Uh, the extra D6 damage. So, a total of four points of slashing damage. Excellent. All right, so that was bonus action and your attacks? Yep, bonus uh, action and attack. Are you staying on top? Yeah, he's just clinging, sort of clinging onto his <laughs> upper arm, just sort of aiming at its face. Perfect. Uh, cutting to Nora, uh, she's going to do what any uh, smart, clever halfling would do. And she's going to take uh, the disengage action and run across the fountain. He bravely takes the disengage action. Brave Sir Robin ran away. And I will, as she runs over the fountain, I'll give her one more, um, at disadvantage, a uh, investigation check on this. Actually, I'll make it advantage because it is... So it's disadvantage and advantage. That's an 11 this time. No dice. All right, uh, next up. It's Iardanen, mate. Wonderful. So we've and got... Can I just take a quick moment for you? Um, yes. If you have activated your uh, rogue extra abilities that Tasha's uh, cauldron allows, so your extra options... As a rogue, you can give up your movement and your bonus action to get advantage on an attack. Oh, I did not know about that. Yeah, it's called Steady Aim or something, but it's basically if you go into your character sheet and go to your yeah. class options, yeah, go to the home screen, allow additional class options and Steady Aim, I believe, and that way you can attack 
uh, with advantage as long as you don't move or use a bonus action. The, um, that, swash, sorry? the swashbuckler rogue has that as well as standard. Uh, that's only if they're alone, but yes, definitely. I love Where that. that. Sorry. Um, so if you go to your character sheet home screen, mm -hmm. I might as well do this for everyone. Because um, I think it's cool. So D&D Beyond, you go to character. Uh, you go to uh, your homepage. So uh, you're basically your first part of the character sheet. Right back where your name is. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you scroll down to the bit that says optional class features. And you turn both that and customize your origin on. Then when you go to class, uh, you will have a tab. You'll have class features and then optional feature management. Mm. At level three for the row, you get steady aim. As a uh... bonus action, you give yourself advantage on the next attack of the current turn, you can use this bonus action only if you haven't moved during your turn. And after you use your bonus action, your speed is zero until the end of current turn. Very cool. It saves a lot of this. I hide, I reappear. Uh, you know what might be happening? Because I don't have it bought, I don't actually have the option. That's right. I'll that. just allow you to roll it with advantage, man. That's cool. So right click okay. your attack no and roll with advantage. Yeah, no worries, because I was going to say, I want to go up against, get that big boy down. Yeah? Yeah, I want to shoot him. So, Guys, we want to make sure we spread our attacks so they both stay alive for as long as possible. I'm oh, kidding. 100%. I'm, kid I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go for it. All right. So with advantage, ooh, that's a 28 to hit. Oh, that definitely hits. That definitely hits, and I'm going to use a bonus action uh, as well. Oh, I don't know if you call it bonus action, but I would use sneak attack for my damage as well, as yeah, I yeah. have advantage on the attack roll. All good. So let's do one one piercing damage, so that's seven overall. Yeah, and, and then, then your sneak attack? Additional sneak attack. 46, that's 17, so that's 24 overall. Wonderful. Gonna pull out my bow and be like, Well, I missed the first time. Eodon doesn't miss twice. Let go an arrow straight for the right shoulder. Loving it. All right. And with that massive hit, it takes a bit of a stumble. Uh, it's up to Vala again. Okay. Um, I am going to. Um, try my shield shove again. Yeah. Just to get this guy off his feet. Um, um you do notice when it started uh, whirring and shining for a minute, it does look a little bit tougher for possibly uh, one turn. Right. Just allowing you to know that. But yes, uh, go for it. Roll your shield shove. Athletics. Athletics. It's a bit better. 21. Uh, not my night. Not my night. Ah, uh, that is a nat one. <laughs> it's because you got all your D20s out the last D&D game we did at my place. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cool. So he's now on his back. He is on his back. <laughs> Head still sitting above him. 
Um, so I'm now going to lay into him with my mace again. So with advantage, a yes. melee attack, is that now with advantage? It is. Both your attacks. Excellent. So if you could roll one attack, then the other with advantage. One with advantage. Is a 17 to hit. 17 to hit. Uh, hits. Ooh. Okay. And that's <laughs> uh, a one plus five, six damage. Excellent. And second attack is a 27 to hit. Yep. That definitely hits. And 10 damage. Alrighty. And I will stay still right up in his grill. Perfect. Alright. Alright, yeah. Uh, Adan, your turn. So I would like to, in one fluid moment, I'm going to do a twinned Toll the Dead on both of them. And as my right hand passes beyond Valor, I'm going to do a fourth level bonus action healing word on her before hitting the fallen um, construct with the Toll the Dead. So they both need to make um, 15 wisdom saving throw. Yeah. And Vala receives 18 hit points back. Let's have a look at this. Thank you so much. That feels a bit better. So the top one is going to roll a 13. Yep. Sorry, not roll a 13. I uh, get roll a 14, but get to 13. And a 2. Did either of them save? No, 15 is what they require. Excellent. And what type so, of damage is it? Um, it is necrotic damage. Excellent. Both taken damage already, so it's... Um... So it's a, I'll roll a 2d8 for the one that hasn't been hit yet. They've both been hit. Have they both been hit? Yeah. yeah, one's got an arrow in the shoulder. Oh, right. Okay. Well, then yeah, it's 2d12 on both. Awesome. Oh, wait. Hang on. I did forget these have magical resistance. I will double check. I can't see. Uh, what's your saving throw? 15. I'm going to say that they both fail because I remember that too late, but I literally just rolled 215. Um, so what was the damage? Uh, so one will receive eight. Eight, excellent. I don't like to give and then take away. And the other will receive 12. Thanks, Dan. 12, awesome. Jesus, big hit from jail. All righty. Uh, uh, any other things? And you've already healed Valor and crossed off those spells. We're going to go down to these monster machines. Adan. Yes. You see this one start to glow. And energy starts pulsing as you hear whirring going from inside the stone. Almost a volcanic image coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, Adan is about to get attacked, Dan. Um, all right. So, first attack is 
A 23 to hit. <laughs> yep. I've got a 13. <laughs> Marla's going to intercept this one with her reaction. Uh, does that make it disadvantage? Uh, it just uh, knocks 1d10 plus 3 off the total um, damage. Excellent. Their next attack was a 24 to hit. They'll both hit. Damn. And a 10 to hit. Three hits. Yeah. Did you hear the whirring? Did you hear me? Yeah. The third hit will miss if it's only a 10. Oh, wait. I rolled the wrong dice. What the hell is that? I just rolled like <laughs> three, 200. Uh, you take uh, 250 damage because I rolled a whole of the D100s. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, JR. You just, you just died. I'm just uh, dead. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's. Listen, I didn't want to do it, but uh, Dan messaged me in chat and said, kill JR, dude. Do it. Um, so 12, 15, uh, that's 20 damage to Adan for the first attack. And you said you were going to intercept that, that, did you, Vala? Yep. Um, so Vala knocks 13 points of uh, off that. So oh, my seven. God. I maxed that. Uh... Yeah, so seven damage off. Yeah, seven damage so far. And then 13, 16, 21 damage on the second hit. All right. I'm still okay. I've still got more than half. Yeah. <laughs> Those temporary hit points <laughs> yeah, really they... annulled that first one. Oh. That's all good. So we're going to go back up to Ted. Ted, you're on top of this creep. I'm actually going to move you on top because you're awesome. You're, you're on his sword. Go for it. Yeah, get some. Uh, Ted is just going to have another smash at this thing's face. Um, interesting uh, thing is while you've got him grappled, his speed I'm not going to bother to roll the advantage. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's a nat 20. Dang. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, we can kill Ted. Um, all right. Yeah, definitely now after rolling that 20. All right, go for your stupid nat 20 damage roll. Actually, before you do, since you're on top hitting his head, roll again and see if you get another nat 20, and I'll quadruple it if you can. Uh, not a nat 20. Okay. Roll your damage. So that was... Uh, so five plus five, that's 10 points of slashing damage into his face. Awesome. All right. Any other attacks? Nope. That will be Ted for now. Excellent. Uh, Nora's going to run back over with these frozen spoons. And she's reading the musical notes. Uh, there's something to this. She knows it. She's like, you guys only got you. You were so close. Um, going to roll with advantage with her frozen spoons. And still only gets an 11. She's sitting there. You guys can hear in the background. Just like. And she's like. Oh, no, no, no. Wrong key. Playing. Nope. Uh, uh, guys, I've almost got it. For some reason, she sounds like um, Iza. Alrighty. Uh, next up is Iadanen. Wonderful. Well, the boys aren't looking at me, so I'm just going to take another pot shot at that uh, second one that's close to a done. Looks like Excellent. Teddy's got the top one all sorted. 
So I'm going to do that rolling with advantage again. Yeah, man. Oh, natural 20, baby. Are you shitting me? So no. does a 29 hit, my friend? Does a 29 <laughs> hit? Um, it casts mm-hmm. shield. Miraculously casts shield. Um, <laughs> I told you, I'm, I made him arc, and it's not a, it's, not, it's a, yes, it fucking hit. <laughs> you guys are the worst. Just picking on me. Come on. Come so on. So do I roll, is it double dice or double the first dice that you play? Okay. Uh, double all dice. So roll your roll okay. your damage. It should do it on DD Beyond, but you roll your damage and roll your sneak attack, and it all damages. So, uh, oh, whoops. Uh, let's yeah. roll. Yeah, no, no. Now it's not a crit. Now it's not a crit. You re-roll. No, don't give me that. Oh, seven. Lucky you. And then sneak attack damage, of course. Um. So seventeen. Huh, Twenty-four. So forty-eight overall. Forty-eight damage. Um. Yeah. You. <laughs> Does it, hit... I thought it rolls critical on D and D Beyond. I might have clicked something. Oh, uh, you have to turn that on. Um, ah. Yeah, it maybe something he hasn't got switched on because I can see it's only rolling four D six. So yep. we'll double it. Um, so um, you're hitting that one, but uh, yes, the bottom one, and I'm forty-eight to get it in its right kneecap, please, going for the joints. Uh, yeah, you uh, fire off and you hit the kneecap and you see a pulse go up to its head that sort of splits its armour at the top of it and you see a tiny little white flag start waving at the top. Um, that was a big hit. That was not fun. <laughs> it's not fun when you kill my minions. These things are designed to kill people. Um, that's a magical bow, you bastard. All righty. Um, oh no, oh no, Sky's having connection issues. Delete. Um, no, okay. <laughs> Next up, Vala. Um, you're above an injured one, and you hear some banging going on behind you, and a big almighty. Oh, well, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna keep laying into the one lying on the ground. Yeah, with advantage. Yep, so where's my attacks? First attack is a 25 to hit. That hits. And that's 10 points of uh, damage, bludgeoning. Awesome. And second one. Thirteen to hit. Uh, Thirteen does not hit. Um, that ends Vala's turn. She's going to stay there still. That's all good. That's all good. Adani, it's now your turn. Um, you see the creature went up for a fourth hit on you, and as it raised its arm, you see this arrow pierce its right knee, and it just drops down a bit and looks back at you still. Um. I'm going to do the same again, except this time my bonus action is casting Shield of Faith on Vala. Excellent. So that increases her AC by two. Ooh. And then I'm going to do Twinned Toll the Dead on both again. Excellent. 
All right, I'll roll wisdom saves for them. Yep, they're going to be able to beat 15. Top one is 14. Yeah. Uh, for those that saw that roll, it's 15 minus one. And uh, three minus two, which is, oh, sorry, three minus one, which is two. So that's both okay. fail. So 2d12 on both. First one taking eight. Yeah. Second one taking 20. Wow. That's a big hit. Oh, what am I doing? 20. Uh, 19. Oh, yeah. It's hurting. You see, as it, you can see some of the arm just falls off. The sword is already corrupted and broken. Uh, before you seems like, it looks like you've almost won this fight. Uh, but, uh, my favorite thing to say. Okay. You see that, um, the machine starts vibrating more than ever before. Uh, and the top one is still above. So the bottom one. Okay. I'm going to read this to you because everyone on the stream can see I just rolled a six. Whenever the golem starts its turn with 60 hit points or fewer, roll a d6. On a six, the golem goes berserk. On each of its turns, while berserk, the golem attacks the nearest creature it can see. If no creature is near enough to move an attack, the creature attacks an object with preference for an object smaller than itself. Once the golem goes berserk, it keeps going until it is destroyed or it regains all its hit points. So it's just going to start wailing into the first thing it sees. So, uh, Edan, odds or even? Uh, uh, let's go oh, odds. No. You lucky son of a del. That's bullshit. <laughs> Voila. <laughs> Bring it. You've now got an AC of 23. Three, yep. Uh, 14. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's just say, boo. <laughs> Everyone I picking saw that up? on the stream. I know, yeah, it's so did. embarrassing. These guys are my beasts, and you guys are hurting them. Um, it's actually, yeah, Vala full on Matrix that's uh, ducking and weaving. Out. <laughs> this uh, battered sword comes through. Uh, yeah, um, with your passive insight, Adan, uh, you can tell that these golems had a rough childhood, and, you know, it's not their fault what they're doing. Like you guys are just picking on a couple of orphans, um, poor orphan statues. Uh, the one on the ground is going to attack Ted and try and basically bash her off his arm with the other arm. Oh, I'm not rolling damage yet. And it rolled a four. I was meant to roll with disadvantage, but that's going to miss first attack. Oh my god. 
This is payment for the other night where I didn't stop rolling 20s. Yep. <laughs> Does an 18 hit Ted? Just. Well, too bad I haven't rolled with disadvantage yet because he's on the ground, so I'm going to roll that again. And it's a 10. You guys see a giant stone golem pretty much doing the Macarena on the ground, trying to hit Ted as Ted's laying around us. Uh, Ted, can you throw me an athletics check just to see if you hang on as it swings its arms wildly trying to hit you? Sure. Bloody embarrassing. Get a hold of yourself, golems. 17. Yeah, man, you're unfazed. You've got those spikes dug into his arm, and part of his arm literally falls off as he jams it onto one of your spikes. Uh, Ted, it's now your turn as the flailing subsides. Uh, Ted is going to continue going at the face. He's going to just shove his, try and shove his claws into the eye socket and try and rip sort of the top of the head off. Yeah, that sounds awesome. 21 to hit. Yeah, it definitely hits. And, uh, and for the uh, imagery, I'll give you double damage on this one. Double damage? Yeah, well, I rolled. I rolled six for damage, so. All right, 12. All righty. Um, do you get two attacks? Uh... Not unless I did two-handed, which I'm not going to. Fair enough. All righty. Next up is Nora. Nora, feverishly, she's pulled out books. She's scanning the fountain. She's scuffing around in the water that Ted poured, trying to find extra markings because uh, she she knows, like, the note, like, so close. Um, so with her frozen spoons... Is going to is that a twenty or a two? That was a two, so fourteen, so Alright. Yeah, she screams out, guys, I found an inscription, just give us a second. Hang on. And she starts like No, that's not it. Hang on. And uh, as she starts humming that tune, you see Golem number two start sort of moving a bit. Just... And then stop, subsides and looks back at Adan. Sorry, at Vala. I did say Vala. Damn it. Gotta be such an easier target. Adan, <laughs> um, it's now your turn. Wonderful. Well, you know what I'm gonna do, don't you, Mod Brat? I'm um, going to attack that boy at the bottom next to a dawn. Forfeit. Uh, quick question. Are these rock golems or clay golems? Stone. Stone. Custom. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, they appear to be made of some rigid, so, solid with advantage, material. advantage, we're going to try again. Uh, is Does a 20 hit? It Not does. A natural 20, just dirty. Wonderful. All right, so that is four, so that's 10 damage plus sneak attack. Come on, eight. Come on, eight. Come on, eight. 23. We are maxed. the fucking world. <laughs> I'm going to line up 
<laughs> line up by shot straight between the eyes and go. Well, looks like you had a rocky ending. How do I delete this fucker? <laughs> oh. As it crumbles down to the ground. Alrighty. You just see as that um, stone golem crumbles to the ground, Adan just giving you a stony stare. Adan. <laughs> uh, don't take me for granite. <laughs> All right. Can everyone just roll me a D4, please? Uh, a D4. Okay. It's a two from Valor. Awesome. Three from Adan and Ted. And three for myself. Awesome. Um, can everyone, whatever you rolled, mark that off as psychic damage for the puns. Um, <laughs> so hang on a second. 106 health for Nora. Excellent. Um, Cheeky bugger. <laughs> what, what <laughs> excellent, but I'm going to do it because it's fun. All yeah. right. So you guys have defeated one. Uh uh, Vala, Adan, it's your turn before the next one. So, Vala, go for it. Yep. Um, same as before, I'm going to um, keep pounding away. Yeah, pound, pound, pound. So, I take it he hasn't tried to stand up again. No, all. not yet. He's flailing around trying to get Ted off him. Okay. Um, first roll is... Oh. 19 to hit. It was so close to a crit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you hate that? Um, yeah. Yeah, that definitely hits. Um, so seven damage. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, second, second one, I'm going to pump a, uh, a smite into it if it hits. Oh my god, this thing. Stop leaving me in suspense, dice. It's sitting there. Uh, and 13. just so you know, when you do hit on... Oh, that's your first roll, is it? That was second roll was a 13. Okay, no, 13 does not hit. Um, if you did want to pump a smite into the first one, because you said it before you rolled that one, you can actually do it to the first one. Smites are something you can pump in post-hit. Okay. Cool. Well then, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, Guys, the if there's one. ever any help you need with the rules, I know this stuff. Like, ask me a question, Bridge Keeper. I'm not afraid. I've memorized every rule um, in D and D. It, it said before your next um, turn to, um, you could use it, not after. So, okay. <laughs> so, um, unless it's a different type of smite, it's a branding smite. Yeah, that's a bonus action one. That's all right. No, that stays yeah. with it. So that's okay. Sorry, I thought you meant just. Divine Smite. Because yeah, you can no. drop those, like, any time you hit. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but Branding so, Smite is very cool, because now if you crit, you can also drop a Divine Smite and get all those. Yeah. So there's another uh, seven Radiant damage onto it as well. Awesome. Hey. Adan, your turn, buddy. Um... 
We can all see how this is going. This might be one of the last turns. Some health points might get manipulated soon. I'm going to do a little bit different than a Tull the Dead. I yeah, think. yep. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to walk up um, so I'm within five feet of him. Yeah. And I'm just going to look down, sadly, at it. Um, I'm going to cast Word of Radiance, um, which is a DC 15 con save. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay, let me do my save for that. Oh my god. Even with advantage on it. Um eleven. Oh no. Alright. Two D six radiant damage. I'm gonna no, go through five. these and work out the average of my roll. Yeah. Two D six. My damage five. rolls haven't been yeah, that's five damage. My damage dice have been pretty garbage tonight, other than that so one. Your rolls have been the equivalent of Vala's perception rolls. Yeah. Okay, this one did not go berserk, but it is going to athletic grab Ted on its arm with one hand. Uh, for 23. That's uh, a nine to escape. So. <laughs> so he rips you off his arm, holds you in one hand, and he's going to use you to attack Adan and Vala. Just <clears throat> swings it past both of them. All righty. So attack is with disadvantage still. So the first one on Adan is going to be uh, 16 to hit. I'm going to cast shield. So my AC is now 18. Awesome. And Vala? Uh, whatever. And Ted, you see as this arm swings past, Adan and Vala both just hit the deck and you do a full helicopter around. <laughs> You and call that a swing? <laughs> I was not programmed for this. I am Sentrybot 201. Uh, Ted, it's now your turn. Uh, Ted is... Oh, I suppose he's going to have to try and break out of the grapple. Yeah, uh, you're spinning around a helicopter, break out? Yes. Attempt to break the grapple. Uh, 13 as well. Um, I think this is going to be just a held grapple. Because if it goes to strength, he wins, but he matched it. So I think you guys are just locked with you in a vice grip and him not really being able to control you yet. So he's just locked there. You um, think you're grabbing me. I'm grabbing you. He just grabs the hand. <laughs> it's, it's a death lock. You guys are both, you've like wrapped your legs around his arm and he's grabbed his hand around your shell and you guys are just going at it. Um, did you have any bonus actions or are you just in the fight? Nah, that's it. Excellent. And Nora. 
She's positive. She's got it. She's half worked out the tune. Yeah, that'll do. Um, Nora takes out her um, frozen spoons and starts does the beat and starts singing a oh yeah oh yeah well a man oh man and starts singing this song beautiful and you see the uh robot that's on the ground start dancing uh ted unfortunately you are going with this dance as it starts sort of break dancing on the ground a bit and slowly writes itself stands up and walks back to where it was as you guys hear some splashing as the fountain opens up and Nora drops in. Uh, the golem has gone inert, as damaged as it is. It has gone inert and righted itself. Ted, you are still in its grip as it lets go and stands back up like nothing happened. So Ted's still in its grip or? I dropped you. Okay. Part of it standing up was letting you go. That was unexpected. That it was. We... What happened? Are you guys? I think our friend uh, figured out how to stop it. <sighs> um, I'm going to walk Ted, over Ted to the world. just grabs the arm of the statue and just starts trying to rip the arm off. Give me an athletics check. Seventeen. Arm comes off. While he's do <laughs> while he's doing that, I'm gonna walk over to the well to see if Nora is still visible. Uh yeah, you look down and you see Nora sort of hovering just below the edge. Uh wings unfurled of a uh raven and slowly back up to the edge, lands on the edge as a bird, and turns back into herself and he's just like well that came in useful i was gonna ask if you needed a hand has <clears throat> just got the arm over his huh. shoulder ah uh, yeah take inspiration uh nora uh, reaches over and hands you an inspiration <laughs> ted i must say you've become much more of a bolder person He certainly has a set of blinks. stones on him. Well, I don't know about you, but I reckon for those golems, it's become a hard, hard rock laugh. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Everyone roll D4. <laughs> Everyone roll D4. <laughs> oh, so worth it. Yeah, hell yeah. Bala throws her mace at <laughs> Bala gets health. <laughs> um, hang on a sec. Let me just mark off some of this. Cool. Just writing my notes. Puns equals damage. <laughs> yeah. So you guys look down into the dark uh, stairs that sort of spiral downwards into what you guys know is a temple. Um, and we will take a two-minute break right now as I um, just open up the next scene.
Cool. So if you guys want to go to the toilet and get a drink. Excellent. All right. Uh, my... Yo, man. Quick thing. Um, if you meant... I just have... What? Yeah. No, go, go, yep. I don't know. I was going to have a look around and see what I could, uh, you know, dig up. Oh, yep. That's it. I'm going. <laughs> run! <laughs> run! I'm taking your help. I will end you, man. I will end you. No. <laughs> so, um, you guys take a two-minute break. Um, as soon as we're back, we'll be delving into the temple, and you guys will potentially uh, see what's happening. All right. Back in a sec. So, how are we going to make... Modbrat's life even more sucky. Did he forget to mute? Spley. Oh goodness. It's bad. It's fine. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm back. Hello there. Hello. So. One sec, just get my drink right. Oh my god, that's disgusting. Alrighty. So, you guys standing on top of the temple that you guys know is a deity of bards, of knowledge and inspiration and invention. The Temple of Ugmar, atop the broken caldera. You look down at the sandstone steps. Ted, you recognize these sandstone steps from your dream. These are the same steps that you saw someone walk down, Teru Seed, but someone controlling Teru Seed's body walked down and you could literally see the ley lines of the earth before you. Mm -hmm. You might want to take stream back off break. <laughs> Have I not taken continue. a... Oh, it's back off break for me. It might just be a little bit of a delay on your end. No, no, it's still on Among Mates D&D. We'll be starting very soon screen. That's weird. Oh. Mine's no, fine. for me, sounds, it's on the... Um... Sounds coming through the same. I don't know. Unless the video's frozen for me. Weird. Uh, let's have a look. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's fine. Hey, I'm my... looking at me, looking at you, looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> I know my... Uh, yeah, above VTTs, it looks different to what's on the stream, but... Uh... That's um, a question right. for the mod. Yes. Prayer of healing. Would you say that I have to be sitting still to cast that? It's a 10 minute. Or can I offer a prayer as we walk? Well, um, you're like, you could do it while you're walking, but if it gets interrupted, it won't cast. You could do it now and just wait for 10 minutes at the top, but something might happen inside. It's kind of your call. It's 10 minutes. Um, the one thing is, if you start casting it and you walk inside this uh, temple, walk down the stairs, and you instantly get attacked, 
you will lose the spell cast for that prayer of healing, like the spell slot. Yeah, okay. So it's your call. What I was about to say was, you guys, uh, Nora looks very keen to go down. Uh, she seems to sense something from coming within. The whole way here, you guys have had issues with water being filthy, water, water becoming decrepit overnight, and food rotting. Um, something is going on. Nora seems to sense it is evil or wrong. Uh, and, yeah, it's your call what you guys do. Nora is very keen to go in. How is everybody feeling? Shall we venture further or shall I offer a prayer to heal those of us who are wounded? I'm I'm okay at the moment, but I mean it's Do we need to go down right now? Can we have a quick breather? Do we have the time for it? Well, I mean, I don't see what's the rush if you're wanting to get a little bit of HP back. Nora seems to be jumping up and down a bit, though. There is also the problem that now we have opened up the stairway. If there is anyone waiting at the entrance on the other side, they will be aware of our coming. So the longer we wait, the more prepared they will be. That is a good point. We should probably make haste then. Very well. Yeah, so um, as you guys are about to descend into darkness, you look up into the air and you see um, Shaggy and Sheila just flying over the top, magically weaving around each other, just sort of... Lovely, lovely musical, and you guys are like that's so just breaking the mood. Like we're about to descend into a dark dungeon. What the fuck, Shaggy? <laughs> All right, so I want to hear something from you guys. What is your marching order going down these stairs? I'll take point. Uh, may I take point for this dungeon? Fine. Thank you. As it is my uh, you know. Forte. Forte, thank you. Excellent. So I'll be in the middle so that way if something happens I can quickly heal from like either end. Yeah. And Vala will follow so that she can react and deflect any damage that Iadana's most likely going to get. Hey. Okay, so after Vala is Ted Adan or I might put Nora in the middle. Who's first out of you two? Adan and Ted? Um, I'd like to be like smack ban in the middle, if I can. Uh, so okay. third Ted, position. Ted can be near the back. I just don't want to put Nora at the back because it's a little bit mean when the trap goes off and kills the person at the back if it's Nora and she's not here. Ted will be at the back, somewhat... Um perplexed as to what compelled him to bring this arm with him. Uh, did you want the arm with the sword? There's no arm in it, is there? 1d4. <laughs> uh, 
No, the one, the one without the sword. The one without the sword. Excellent. Alrighty, I, I do want that to continue, but I just like making people roll for damage. Um, yeah, I'm happy with that as well. Yeah, excellent. Uh, um, just yeah, just making sure you guys know it is loved and appreciated. But I also like to uh, make punished. you roll damage because yeah. uh, fuck ones. Um, <laughs> sorry about the language, but no. So here we I go, think guys. You didn't make them. That's the only reason. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's jealousy. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, dude. I I wholly wholly admit uh, puns are not my thing. Um, they just aren't. Um, what? You know, it's I... just never been. I've never been uh, tempted to dive so low into the humor bucket. I'm can I, as, so, as we descend the stairs, can I use a second level cure wounds on myself and expend a sorcery's point to get one first level spell slot back? Definitely. Definitely. Cool. Um, you. you can actually, with that, if you wanted to, you can do it, like use a bonus action to use two sorcery points, or how many have you got left? You used a couple twins. Uh, fair I enough. two twins and I've got two sorcery points left, so I only want one to get one spell slot back. Yep, fair enough. So um, you got one left. I've got one left. Yeah. All good. All good. Alrighty. So you guys start descending. Um, uh, here, Darnan. Yes. I believe this is what your characters are meant to do. Literally, that this is it. This is um, yeah. the only thing. You walk into the temple, Ted. You notice straight away that this temple is not what you saw in your dream. What you saw was opening to an expanse of sandstone with scrolls and uh, a bright light, like right below the surface. This looks old. Like someone's been through here recently, but it's old. And you're done. And as you look at this pathway, um, I'll get you to roll me an uh, investigation check. I believe you get to roll this with advantage. As I believe you have Dungeon Delver. Yes, I do. I have advantage. Wonderful. Okay. 12. Yeah, so you turn to the group. You give them a knowing nod. You look ahead. This first part definitely sees oh, tripwire. Uh, I'll get you to roll me a uh, deck save as a blade comes out the wall and swings straight. Well, you're a little bit shorter, so straight for the head. I do have a resistance against traps, which I understand is that. I understand that. Oh, I'm just talking out loud. Uh, so deck save, was it? Yes. Wonderful. I do have a plus eight deck saves. An advantage as well, so twenty-one. The other one was a natural one, so I'll yeah. take the twenty-one. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. So yeah, um, you literally quickly read something on the side of the wall that says "Kneel to your Lord and Savior," and you know this text, and you duck down as the blade goes over your head. Uh, very Indiana Jones-like. Uh, you look at the. Uh, this is a one-time trap, a very crude. Um, you look ahead to the pathway that seems to have beams of light coming through the wall at certain holes. 
once again, I'll get you to roll. This time I'll actually say you can do a history check or a investigation check with advantage. Not a, not a fourth wall check? <laughs> D4. D4, everyone. Every <laughs> Damn. <laughs> There's only one that time. Yeah. I'm um, slowly wearing them down. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to die by puns. We're not going to die by any trap. Uh, I feel like the punishment is worth it. Oh, the it pun. definitely is. I'm not even going to make a D4 for that one. That's right. So, you sure? Uh, yeah. 100%. 100%. I won't, it I won't could do be that like too. punitive damages. All right, 2d4 yeah. damage for that one. DM, have you been um, taking this uh, psychic damage for Nora? Um, I have been. I will re I'll roll her last three because I did miss them, but I did the first couple. Take a bit of a punt in the dark there, aren't you? Four, four, one. So that's nine damage. Are you guys going to kill Nora by pun? <laughs> that is just and mean. Will, would die first. Yeah. Most likely, actually. Here we go. I so mean, nine damage. Not- she doesn't really make a good punching bag. Good. I'm just going to take it down to 90. <laughs> I'm not going to roll. Um, all right. So you guys walking through Iadanen, you see light coming through this tunnel on weird angles. Uh, roll me a history check with advantage. Wonderful. I do have a plus nine to this, so I hope I do okay. I do as well because you need a 20. I got a 28. Uh, yeah, this is... a. Uh, basic sunlight deflection mirror trap you know this uh, basically all you've got to do is get to the other side where you've already spotted the brick you need to push to deactivate it for the rest of the crew uh, so yeah if you could uh, just give me an acrobatics check through the light as you Catherine zeta jones entrapment style acrobatics oh this one's gonna be rough uh 13. yeah you guys See an impressive show as Iadanen flips off the sidewall, pushes, dodge, rolls, and as you go to hit the um, brick, you forget about the last ray of light that you step through and you cap an, uh, catch an arrow in the hiney as you deactivate it and just take uh, three piercing damage. I'll take three piercing damage. Yeah, I'll take that. I did reduce that down from six. Yeah, so yeah, I right. assumed as much. Oh, uh, yeah, you come to the end of that path and... Um, you see a little door and then a drop down and from your history, uh, this seems to be entering the underdark. So everyone can move up to you and there's basically a, a hole with bright growing mushrooms you could see down the bottom and you see some little holes in the wall that you can climb down and it's about a 30 foot climb down. Uh, Vala, can you make that climb? Yes. I uh, walk up to Yadana um, and and look down and start my descent. All right. Well, um, everyone that's climbing down, can you give me a strength check as you climb down the 30 foot? Um, it strength, is strength, with disadvantage. 
because it is very slippery. Everyone? Uh, that's going to climb down it, yeah. Do I need to have a disadvantage with second story work uh, trait? Um, no. Uh, this is your bread and butter. Is there another way down? Uh, it seems to be just a hole. How far down? Uh, 30 foot. Is there anything for me to type my 50 foot of rope off on? Yeah, there's a few um, stalagmites around the edge that you could definitely tie off to. I would like to tie off my rope near yeah. the edge. You can do that without uh, disadvantage then. Uh, those who went down before him just still roll <laughs> with disadvantage. <laughs> As you see, uh, Adan, roll that for me. What was it? A strength check, was it? Yeah. I'm not very strong, so... Marla <laughs> has a mind for her climbing ability. Athlete, yep, yeah, no, that's right. Just roll it regular then. Uh, that, that was her, that was disadvantaged on athletics. Oh, okay, cool. So. Awesome. Adan got a nine. Adan got a nine. All right. Yep. You guys all go down first. And as you're climbing down, I'll make Nora do it as well, just so it's fair. She doesn't get off scot-free just because she's not here. And I'm going to make her actually, do, even though she rolled a four, I'm going to make her do it at disadvantage uh, because um, she's trying to do it while reading a magazine. Guys, don't climb and read. Uh, so it's still the four. So, um, it's page 78, I'm telling you. <laughs> Adan, uh, you let the others go down first. They seem to go down all right. Uh, you see them straining, though, on the slippery holes. Smartly, you take out your rope tight round, and as you slowly lower yourself, um, you realize all the knots you do sort of ran out, and you only had about 10 foot. And when you get there, you sort of slip off with your strength, and you drop down uh, 20 feet, sort of land on top of Vala as they're climbing. Uh, Vala, roll me a strength save. Strength save. 26. Yeah. Uh, it gets a little bit heavier on your climb down, but uh, Adan, you get a nice elevator lift to the bottom, and then with that, you feel Nora land on top of Adan as well, and you guys reach the bottom as you walk out. Uh, into the Underdark. Ted is going to, for whatever reason, gently place the arm down and wild shape into a bat with a turtle shell and then fly down. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, you've got a bat with a turtle shell and that bat has a, let, let's say, plus five AC because that's funny as shit, little bat with a turtle shell. Alrighty. Fly down and land on someone's shoulder. Okay, let me just put you guys down here. Not oh, Brother Edwin. Bugger off, Brother Edwin. Yeah, okay, you guys walking through the Underdark. This, it, for most of you, you would have never seen this before. It's completely dark, but with... Uh, fluorescent growth everywhere. Ted, 
Your dream looked nothing like this. Uh, that probably would be troubling you. Uh, you feel, with your connection to nature, mm -hmm. you feel intense magic come from up ahead. And you and Nora both would sense the uh, vileness of the magic ahead. How do you guys want to proceed? Same order, walking? Yep. Uh, squeak, 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 squeak. Vala's shoulder? Sure. Cool. I just figured biggest foothold. Hanging from one of my horns. All right, you guys walk forward. I'm most definitely falling back here. I'm going to do a, um, a divine sense just while we're here. Yeah. Yes. All right, divine sense. What's the range on that? Uh, 60 feet. 60 feet. Um, you sense all types of magic, like strength. You feel pulsing energy coming from the ground and around you. And definitely up ahead, you feel... Uh, infernal energies coming towards you, just evil. Sickness, disease, and puppies crying. It's the last one that gets to Vala the most. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what a puppy is, but, uh, yeah, because no dogs have ever approached her. Um, but uh, it's the general Aww. sense of feeling. Um, and she relays that information to the rest of the group. Says, "Hey, um, there's some nasty stuff down here, guys, um, and it's coming to um, towards us." Weak. So, as you guys are approaching this just overwhelming magical force, there doesn't seem to be anything moving, and you push forward. Uh, sort of taking in the wondrous sights you've never seen before, feeling, as each of you gets closer, you start feeling how evil this place is and the potential for good and evil and nothing and everything. These, you're coming very close uh, to what you believe might be the ley line centre. And... As you guys walk over the precipice into a main chamber, cool. you look upon the energy of Aralus, upon the energy of the world. Vala is completely entranced. As is Adan. Weak. The colour you see before you, you can see something's happening still. And it's hard to make out because you can see this bright pink light and yellows like shooting off everywhere and every now and again you see a pulse of putrid green 
Um, does anyone want to move closer? Valor does, just without even thinking. All right. So you move closer. Nora moves closer with you. Uh, for, for the ride. So. Yeah, Ted's on Vala. Um, Ted, you are feeling sick to your stomach. And with, with your divine sense still going, Vala, you can feel that green pulse and you can almost see a form in it. And every time you see the pink come from the side and hit that sort of area, you almost see the flash of a form. And you see the bright, bright burst of green energy. And it goes putrid and then back to pink and then... You guys, roll me a perception check. Valor's specialty. My forte. I say that. <laughs> roll. <laughs> what are my D20 rolls tonight? Oh, okay. 16 for Valor. Yeah, we, we switched. Normally I'd be up there. 24 yeah. for Iodan. And... 22. And this is a crazy thing. So I'm going to say... 19. So it's all scored pretty well. Uh, Nora scored 19. Did What did you score? 22, 24. Okay. Iadhanan and Ted. Uh, so Vala, Adan, and Nora, you guys see something happening. You get the strong, you see something happening. Uh, Iadhanan and Ted, you guys, for a second, see the yellow eyes and a fanged smile as the pink hits it again and green energy comes out, starts burning through. You see putrid lights beaming off to the side and you see flesh starting to form on the left-hand side of the uh, rock formation to the side of this hub. I... Uh... Start pulling out my short bow and go. Well, looks like our friend might be here. Ready up. Weak. Nora pulls out her hook swords and lights them as Ice Blade goes along. You see a fury in her eyes. She's ready. Um, Adan, you see this putrid evil being staring back at you with yellow eyes, a smile, and every now and again it just erupts in putrid green again. And each of you start feeling sick to your stomach as you see more and more. It's, it almost seems to be living matter forming on the edges of the uh, hole where this light is beaming through. And I'll get you guys to roll me a constitution saving throw. Uh, is this for getting frightened? No, this is. Uh... Oh, I rolled a nat one on that, and I've. I, um... Yeah. Oh, how long does my spell last for? How long has this been? Uh, eight minutes. You guys have been walking fairly slow, detecting traps and stuff. No, the whole like, how long has it taken for us to get all the way down here? Uh, what were you doing the cast? Well, I had enhanced ability on myself on. Um, Iadan and Anonvala. It lasts for an hour and it gives us advantage on con saves. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, was, it was still going. It would, unless you ended oh. concentration, I'll allow that to keep going. But, um, DM, I've got um, a 
thing on my saving throws at the bottom that says a, a plus five bonus on saves. Do I add that on top of what's already what I click, or is that already incorporated? Um, I believe. I don't know. Let me have a look if it's already incorporated. I don't play Paladins very often, so I will check your score sheet. Yeah, like I know it is incorporated. I know you do get it, but I don't know if it's incorporated automatically without adding it. So like my, my, my oh no, yeah, plus twelve. Yeah, I'm guessing it is already incorporated then. Uh, yeah, okay. I can look. Looking at your stats, you've got everything plus ten, plus six. That, that's everything with it added. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. So. One for Vala. Ah uh, no, you fail. Um, oh, was that advantage though? So I have to roll again. Ah uh, yeah, you get advantage. <laughs> yeah, you definitely save. Um, yeah. What did you guys get? Seventeen, seventeen, and Adan, Did you say you got a net one? No, you re-rolled it for the seventeen. Re-rolled it for that advantage. You got seventeen. I got a twenty. Awesome. Uh, you all pass, and uh, just take. Uh, let me just roll this. Could have pre-rolled this, but hey. Boo. Uh, four down to two necrotic damage. As the pulse goes off, uh, you see more and more flesh. Something's happening to this area. The flesh starts moving out of the hole. So while um, before anything else happens, Vala's going to cast aid um, on Ted. Yadan and, and Yadan. That is a cool spell to cast. So each of you, your hit points maximum and current hit points will go up by five in the next eight hours. Wow. Right. So current hit points go up by five. Current hit points and your maximum goes up by five. Okay. So Ted will now be at 40. Um and for the next eight hours, your maximum hit points will be 40. Okay, that's very cool. I'm still trying to figure to... out why his hit points are so low for a druid. Because he uh, purposely, when we did the roll matrix, he purposely chose uh, some super low numbers, oh, like a champion. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not forgotten, Ted, not forgotten at all. Guys, if you ever have the chance to nerf yourself, it makes it way, like, it's good fun. I love it. Um, that's why I make all my characters super weak. Mm. Alrighty. Um, so you guys take some damage. You look in. Now you can all make it out. Terry Seed is in the middle. Uh, Irdani, you said you're taking aim at him. Um, he seems to be taking a lot of damage right now. Um, a lot of damage right now, but seems to be pulling himself back together somehow. Um, so, guys, what are you going to do? Is this the flesh... flesh then being cast separate of... It seems to be as the green burst hits and the putrid feeling happens in your stomach, it's usually about every 10 seconds. You guys are taking a little bit of necrotic damage. So I've paused the runtime at the moment just to explain this to you. As each pulse happens of green, as the pink hits him, putrid energy goes out and you see flesh start flowing and starts growing. You see little tentacles come off and arms start growing out the side. We need to get him out of there. 
Yes. And fast. Do you have any away? thoughts? How far How away is it? Uh, Sorry. You're right. What were you saying, Edan? Oh, I was just going to say, uh, do you have any thoughts of as to how we can do that? Well, depends on how far away he is. <laughs> how far away is he? He's about, like, the gap is 120 feet, and he is about 40, like, 50 feet in the air. So let's say he's 80 feet away from you across the Pythagorean line. Right up. And, but he's also vertical above us. Yes. How, how far up vertically? Uh, 45 feet. 45, okay. So there is a drop below him. So you guys are sort of, picture a cylinder cut out of the earth. That cylinder's diameter, like lengthways, that cylinder's diameter is 120 feet. So 60 feet that way and 45 feet up. Did I do the math right? Close enough. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, so it's 78, 78 feet. Oh, that two feet make all the difference, so. Yeah, you, you're just not going to make it now. Yep. Sorry, no dice. I purposely did that. <laughs> um, well, we've only got one of us that can actually fly. Um, What if we tie a rope to Nora and send Nora in? Nora, would you do that? You see her. She looks ready to do it, and then she's like, fuck no, are you, are you looking at this? We will need every, to... every second that he's in there, he's getting destroyed <laughs> by the poles, or every couple seconds, but I, I don't know if I can... It is a cord of power. The only reason why he can remain there is because he is immortal. Any one of us enter that ley line, we will be destroyed in a second. Do so we, we have... need to... Sorry, here. We need to outdo the damage output of his healing factor. We need to prevent him from remaining there by a massive amount of damage. Weak. So you're suggesting killing him? Uh, if you remember correctly, he was cleaved in two and that caused him to die for a moment before he healed again. So perhaps if we hit him hard enough, he will drop. What if it just causes him to not regenerate and then be consumed or replaced. Everyone roll me a con save. With advantage, those with the extra advantage. Only two. So four damage for those who got above 15. 28. 19. And nine damage for Ted and let me check Nora. For Ted and Nora. That's necrotic damage, Ted. It drops out of platform. 
No, Bat Ted. <laughs> Nora falls over as a total is uh, now hanging from. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, now. Um, does it look like the um the energy's holding Teru in suspense, in suspended suspension? It does. It looks like he's sort of fighting forward. It's pushing back. It's also pulling and tearing him to pieces. He seems to be at the perfect point of energy flow, so he is being held in position and destroyed. And I'm going to start running towards him until I'm within 120 feet, and then I would like to cast Guiding Bolt. I'm at Excellent. the same time as him. I'm going to fire off an arrow so it kind of collides at the same time as his Guiding Bolt. Excellent. Um, as he said he's running forward, I'll let you fire off your shot first. Do I get advantage of this one? Well, I was going to say if my guiding bolt hit first, you'd have advantage on the shot. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wait for his guiding bolt. All right. Uh, actually, no, that wouldn't make sense because Idan wouldn't actually know what Idan's doing, so no. I'll just yeah. fire off my shot first. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking if he said he's going to run forward, um, yeah, no. you just seeing that and firing, you'd go first. So since we hadn't rolled initiative, I was just playing it out. Yeah, no, no, no. So you no, that makes sense. let your short, go, short bow roll to hit. Uh, you will have advantage because I'm going to assume you didn't move or take a bonus action. I did not, so it's either going to be a 25 to hit or a 22. I'll go with the 25. Uh, you hit him, but I'm going to roll a luck check. And that 20. As your arrow is about to strike him, another pulse happens, and you see his body rip apart, and the arrow goes straight through the hole and keeps going. <laughs> Rude. That's what nat 20 does, baby. Uh Adan, you race forward. Uh, explain uh, how this looks as you cast your guiding bolt. Um, well, I've still got my staff in my hand, so I would uh, roll my hand around the top of the staff and draw forth radiant energy from it um, before throwing it um, in his direction. Um, so. mid-stride, mid like as I'm running, I just curl all this radiant energy off the end of my staff and throw it. As you throw this energy... I need to hit first. Yeah, roll to hit, roll to hit. 19. It goes... Give me a Um, I'll just roll luck check to see what happens. It does not pulse. You see the guiding bolt hit him, and as the trail is leading back to you, you see the guiding bolt fly through the sky and hit him, and you see his eyes light up yellow, and he reaches over and grabs hold of the tail of the guiding bolt, and you feel the magic magical energy between your ability and him, and you feel a physical pull on your being as he basically has grabbed hold of the magical tether of divine energy 
between yourself and him. I want you to roll me a strength save. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, he's going to take damage first. Give I hit. Um, and then a strength save. 13 on the strength save and 22 damage. 22 damage? Yeah. Blows away part of his arm. Done. As this yep. magical tether starts pulling on your being, you very quickly realize how vulnerable you are moving forward from the group. And with a smile and his eyes lighting up, pulls you towards the light. You could feel the energy, the heat, the, just as the pulse starts going and the flesh starts growing around the side. Uh, you guys would hear a last scream of Adan. What would you be saying right now? Um, I'll say it for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He'd probably cry out at Calumvor. Yeah, yeah. And you get pulled towards the magical ley line energy. And that's where we're going to end the session. No. What? Is that not a good spot to end? It seems good to me. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's very suspenseful. That's what it is. Oh. Guys. How but I'll forget my plan between now and next session. <laughs> I would like down. to hear your plan, but not right now. So, guys, thanks for sure. sitting through this, enjoying this. Adan, we'll find out what happens to you next week. Um, guys, once again, thank you once again for coming to watch us play D&D the best way and the only way you're supposed to play, and that is... Come on, mates. Mates. I'm there we go. Canis uh, Nix, we do miss you. Uh, I cannot do your Irish accent, and I do not apologise for making you sound like is a... Bye, guys! And, yeah, everyone have a lovely night, and I'll see you next time.